This is Inspired Astrology with Lauren K. Hickman, offering energy interpretation for every new moon, full moon, and significant celestial event. Hey, how's it going? It's me, Lauren K. Hickman, speaking to you from Fresh Coast, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, I'm going to be speaking about the new moon in Virgo, which is happening tomorrow, 17th September 2020, just Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Central Time. A theme I'm hearing is seeing our perfection and revealing our emotional substance. So the Virgo sun eclipses the Virgo moon, crossing her legs over the ascendant from here in the Midwest, of course, that's based on the chart here from uh, Milwaukee. Uh, So what that does when you have the sun, the moon, and the rising sign all in one energy, it's sort of a real focus on Virgo. It's a triple earth energy. It's a lot of earth, very, very little water in this chart for today, my friends. Um, so this creates kind of not a lack of feeling, but certainly an access to stoicism to get by. Um, the only water element that we have in tomorrow's chart is Neptune in Pisces, and that is directly opposite of the ascendant sun and moon in Virgo. And we'll get back into that here in a little bit. So as Virgo season comes to a close, this new moon happening at the end of it rather than at the beginning, um, take some time today to reflect over what you've accomplished or how you may have learned to rest in non-accomplishment. Both of these things are important, right? Like to do, to create, to do your work, to do your service, to live your truth That is one edge of Virgo, but the other side of that is learning to just be. Um, Perfectionism is one of the shadow pieces of Virgo's energy, and so learning to rest in equanimity, learning to embody presence rather than nitpicking over details and going back through all of your organizational skills or your productivity or naming all of these things. Uh, That's a really important part of working with Virgo's lessons. Virgo is the sign of true service. And we are in this cultural moment where we're forced to appreciate all the mundane and boring forms of service that we provide and that we are provided by from others. So essential workers are having their moment in the sun finally, finally during a pandemic We're calling them heroes, where in the past, this blanket statement of less than comes from those that are less than evolved, in my opinion. Um, To think that we're better than comes from an idealistic approach. It's from a capitalistic approach. I mean, I could adhere those to different signs. Virgo's opposite is Pisces, which has a lot of correlation with glamour and not seeing things as they are by having idealism or romanticism or these notions of untruths that prevent us from accessing the moment and being present. 
Um, I was listening to NPR and there was apparently a um, actor who was on the Cosby show and he got caught, which is not the right word for it at all, but he was, he was taken, uh, people took photographs of him working at Trader Joe's, this actor who was probably receiving royalties from an old syndicate of the Cosby show, which has, you know, since been canceled due to the, um, the me tooing of, um, Mr. Cosby himself. Um, And he was publicly shamed um, through social media for being an actor who worked at a regular job. And since that uh, occurrence happened, I think a year or two ago, he's now going to be hosting a show um, kind of broadcasting the importance of, of the mundane, of these essential work lives that are, are being highlighted in these times that we're in. Um, you know, I worked in a natural foods grocery store in Des Moines for, I don't know, five years. Um, just left there last year to kind of pursue this work. And it was the third oldest health food store in the country, uh, Campbell's Nutrition, if you ever get a chance to stop through there. Um, anyway, I, you know, would tell people, I'm a, you know, college graduate. Um, I majored in English uh, minored in art and anthropology and, you know, I've, I've worked professional jobs and people found it much more um, interesting that I worked for attorneys and for architects in New York City as a studio manager. Um, and if I told them that I worked uh, as a supplement counselor, sort of, you know, working in health and body in a, in a supplement store, they felt like that behooved me. And I thought about all the jobs that I've had working at Starbucks in New York City and in Des Moines and how many toilets that I've scrubbed and how many restaurants that I've worked at and coffee shops. And um, I don't feel like anything was ever below me, you know, and, and I wouldn't I wouldn't not go work at another grocery store if that's what, you know, I mean, I'd love to pursue this work because it's like my joy and it's what I do. Um, so a little plug, if you want to send me a little Venmo tip, if you're listening to these and enjoying those, it's Lauren K. Hickman. Um, I guess ask and you shall receive. I mean, this is the work that I do. I spend a lot of hours writing reports and preparing things for Instagram and thinking and processing and, Um, all the hours and workshops outside of school and life and work and all of the other things that, you know, over 20 years that I've put into this dedicated field of understanding spirituality, um, you know, moving into astrology, which was my mom's career field. You know, you guys are kind of getting some some interesting reports on myself this evening. Um, I don't usually talk about myself on these, uh, on this podcast, but uh, anyway, everyone's important. And I loved my job working in supplements because I got to connect with the community in a way that I never have before, because I never knew who was coming through that door. I didn't know who I would be assisting. I didn't know who needed my service, who needed what kind of words of wisdom or just an ear or some harsh, uh, stoicism to use that word again. Um, you know, just, it just depended on every circumstance. And I don't think that I would be where I'm at with the work that I provide 
energetically, spiritually, if I hadn't have had that amount of contact with the public and, you know, thinking on my feet and having all of those moments, right? Um, So we're, you know, back to this topic at hand here, you know, recognizing the importance of everybody's work, that all jobs are valuable. And, you know, when the world grinds to a halt, like we're seeing now, we recognize how important it is that the banal and the quietly obvious continues to function. Uh, You know, the the whole entertainment industry has been shut down you know so when the glamour and lights and shine and the distractions of these industries are put to rest and a trip to the grocer can be incredibly vitalizing you know or draining depending on who you are you know you might get your community fix or a panicky crowd surfing sort of attack you know but I think you get what I mean here is that um, we're recognizing the simple again and the convenience that we experience through the system that we're living in that we don't have to necessarily grow our own food unless we choose to or I mean that's often a, a great way to produce for yourself in these times um, seeing a lot of community gardens being venued at this moment um, you know food should be accessible but What I'm saying is honoring these systems, honoring the mundane. So consider, you know, how is the season having you consider teachers and students and medical workers differently? Um, Have you realigned your feelings of a day-to-day rhythm through all of this? Have your relationship with animals changed your health? How are you relating with your own brand of boring? Uh, So Neptune is on the descendant, which is the opposite of the sun-moon conjunct the ascendant, the rising sign. Um, So Neptune being the opposite of Pisces, uh, you know, I was thinking about how this represents like when we put others on pedestals in relationships. Um... Often I put friends or people that I don't know well, that I admire, I I put them up on this like platter where they're above and beyond human, you know, as if they have never hugged, lugged heavy bags of groceries back from the store or, you know, had a fart mishap in public or, you know, it's like... This is a time to disappear behind the gauze and glitz and glamour of cultural pretexts and really honor that we're all human. We all bleed. We all poop and pee and lust and sleep and drool and belch. Virgo, Virgo gets this stuff and does not care. You know, Virgo cares about what's in your heart. What is in your movements and your actions and your activity that truly matters to you? This is a time to relate with ourselves and to see our innate perfection. Perfectly imperfect. To see that we belong here, that we have a purpose here, 
you know, to remind ourselves and others to take time to feel grateful for the fruition of our lives. No matter where the locus in life cycles, where we are right now. Um, To talk more about the Neptune uh, opposition, um, I feel like this illustrates this deep need for authenticity right now more than ever. Uh, The colonist way of moving in the world with a clenched smile and a backward snicker did not cut it in 2020. This is a time to say what you mean. And um, some vagrant teenager wrote this on my bedroom wall in Sharpie, and I'll never forget it. But Marilyn Manson quoted during the 90s at some point, a lot of the world's problems could be avoided if people just said what they fucking meant. And that is so true, and it will remain true. Be authentic. Figure out what is hitching you from communicating what it is that you really want and what you desire and how we can find compromise, right? Moving into Libra season here pretty soon. How can we find compromise by expressing our own needs, by knowing ourselves, our wants? Um, Last thoughts, Mercury is today's chart ruler. And in Libra, to boot, So, right, diplomacy, fairness, communication, all of these are the strengths of Libra. And we're moving into that season. Mercury is sort of paving the way for that. Yeah, so what are the shadow pieces? Indecisiveness, superficial criticisms. What's the gift? Grace. Grace is the gift. And Mercury is helping us to shift into that space. Sometimes to get what you want done, you have to polish the silver, so to speak. Whatever that silver is. uh, Presenting with a bit of refinement to open the space for conversation. And, you know, polish the silver, I I mean, I mean that metaphorically, like this is the pieces inside of yourself, you know? So, if your breath stinks, no one's going to want to talk to you. And I know that feels crude as a metaphor, but sometimes things are worth taking time to prepare. Preparing your homework, your speech, your uh, work offerings, your presentations, uh, preparing for a conversation, preparing for your day, for your argument, your thought process. With some consideration and with eloquence, We tend to communicate, both speaking and listening, with more openness. Rush towards nothing but connection and do it authentically. You can find Lauren on Instagram at Lauren K. Hickman or schedule a personal reading. Please donate to support this work.